Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! What happened to like buying concert tickets for $22 or $15 or $7? Oh, no. like, I, won't, I won't go to a concert anymore. Like, My wife came to me her birthday. It's so dumb. Erica's birthday is at the beginning of August, and Ed Sheeran was in town. Yes. Just recently, yeah. And she she kept saying, like, I would really like to go to Ed Sheeran. And I was like, how much are tickets? She's like, the cheapest ones are $280 a seat. What? And I was like, we're not going to yeah. Ed Sheeran. And she's like, but I wouldn't want to sit there. Like, I'd really want to be, like, at field level. And I was like, what are those? Yeah, me too. And she goes, 600 they start at a seat? And I'm like, so you want me to spend $1,200 on your birthday so you can watch Ed Sheeran sing? I'm trying to think of the band that I, like, I was like a fanboy no, of. No, no, like, but hold on a second. There's a Disney never. special that just shows Ed Sheeran in concert for yeah, free. And I'm paying free. nine bucks a month for the Disney network. That's plenty of money for Ed That's Sheeran. That's enough. That's plenty enough. Okay. Look. That's the kind of money you spend on a girl that you haven't seen naked yet. Even then. But you're not doing that. Even you know then. what? She'd have to be really pretty. If I'm paying She's $300 for Ed Sheeran ticks, he yeah. better be naked. She's Jennifer Love Hewitt in her prime. <laughs> if I'm or going, Lacey Chabert. Exactly. Or any one of the in party the 90s, In the 90s. Any one of the guys. Okay. Even the guys. That, <laughs> that I'm spending $1,200 on because $1, I'm trying to get there. Right. right? Hey, hey, Jennifer. Right. Love Hewitt. Yeah. You want to go see Ed Sheeran tonight? Right. And I've got I've got field tickets. And she'd be like, yeah, and then we'll have wonderful make love afterwards. Right. And I'd be like, $1,200. $1,200. Done. Done. I'm going right into the bank account. I'm putting a credit card down. I don't care how I'm paying it off. It, who cares? At that point, I'm Anything less it. than that? Right. This one here, I've been there. We've got three kids. Right. She's not getting $1,200 concert tickets. sweet, sweet love. No, we've already done that before. You didn't need Ed Sheeran. I didn't need him. No. I did it with John Mayer. And, and, whoa, and, whoa. No, no, no. I got no, there no, with John no, Mayer. No, didn't. Oh. I got there because with her of, because of John Mayer. John Mayer. Oh, okay. Heck, with Dave okay. Matthews, I got whoa, there. That's, okay. how, that's how old school, that's how long yeah. I've been there. But these people that are spending hundreds Those of dollars. But you see, like. I mean, inflation, though. Like Taylor Swift is, is is making generational wealth on every single concert. And it's, it's so ridiculous. stupid. It makes no sense. Where do these kids get this money? I have no idea. Like I get the adults, but their where parents? do the teenagers get this money? Their, I have their, no idea. What's wrong with their parents, Mike? They went to the concert. With My them? kids come to me and ask me for money and I laugh at them. <laughs> they have jobs because I won't give but them. But I look anything. at old concert tickets because I'm that guy that that kept them in a. In oh, a I book. did too. I I have a thirty seven fifty. I still have. You know, that you would know be what like I did. With, you know what I did. You know what I did with my concert tickets? I used to pull open the CD cases and stick the concert ticket so you could see it in the CD case on the back oh. cover. And so whenever I pull a CD, I could see the concert tickets nice. for whenever I saw that band. 
And my son now will use the CDs because he's got a stereo system in his room and he's 15. And he'll be like, you saw Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite right, for, Sadness? For like, eight bucks? Yeah, for eight <laughs> bucks at the Riv or something like yeah. that? Like, yeah. Yeah, I did. That included the $2 Ticketmaster. Right. <laughs> like, right. yeah, it's stupid, right? Even back no then, it was 25%. No. No moshing. <laughs> no moshing. No moshing. No moshing. <laughs> Those guys open for everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside We're going to get back to that discussion a little bit more. There's more to unwrap there later on in this podcast. Also, we're going to give you everything going on this weekend around the South Side, including where you can find South Side Pod in the middle of a massive Oktoberfest this weekend. And we're going to sit down with the two owners of the breweries on Western Avenue, Open Outcry and Horse Thief Hollow to talk about Oktoberfest, the Beverly neighborhood, some of the events going on this weekend and this month out there taking a deep dive along the avenue here on the south side and also drinking some beer this episode and every episode of south side pod is brought to you proudly by family waterproofing solutions they have express service now you heard the ad at the beginning of the show if you know what you want see the cost right on the website order and schedule on site immediately for quick service and as autumn is upon us maybe you should make sure you're not going to get any water in the basement seal up those cracks check the sump pump clean out the gutters and everything else that they offer. They're available 24-7 at 708-330-4466. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. We're at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly, and I have not only the guy behind Horse Thief Hollow, Neil Byers, but I also have up the street your, your competition here, Neil. We got Open Outcry's uh, main guy, John Brand. How are you, John? I'm well, thank you. W- welcome, How are you? Welcome into a, a brewery that uh, is not yours, which I've always wanted to do to you. I always wanted to get you out of your place and into another brewery. And uh, and Neil, you guys are you guys are friendly. I, I noticed that right away. It took a half hour for us to finally pick up the microphones because you got lots to talk about. Yeah, we always have a lot to talk about. Do you share secrets? Is that something that like you guys like talk about what's going on in the in the, in the neighborhood? What's going on in the business? What's going on in beer? Is this something you do? Yeah, mainly hairstyles and makeup and and that that type of thing. But no, this place is a home way away from home for me. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in this place over the years, especially when. When we were getting opened up, Neil was very helpful to us and um, opened up his doors to us when we were getting started. And uh, yeah, I've spent a lot of time in here. So and, and they're slightly different places. I mean, your your place has been around a little bit longer. Your menu is far more diverse, I would say. It's a, you have a very restaurant-type menu. John is doing good food, but he's doing pizzas basically in a wood-fire uh, oven. But uh, one, you let him in when you, he was first getting started and you become friends with each other. You guys kind of see each other as two breweries with very different ways of doing things. Yeah, and I mean, John's always said, rising tide rises all ships. Is that right? Is that that's how, right, yeah. I do it right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's true. That. It's true because like when we opened up, there wasn't a lot to, on the strip, you know, on Western. And then John comes in and brings in all this energy and like a little bit different vibe and all that. And so we're- Everything's yellow in his place. Yeah, very well branded. Um, 
so so I mean, cumulatively, we can you know pull pull from a wider pool and 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 kind of bring some attention to Beverly. And so I think that's where it's great to have a collaboration uh, with him. Yeah, and I, I bought all his old hardware. All of the tanks in Open Outcry were originally Horse Thieves original tanks. He's got so your I, tanks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I gave I gave Neil a lot of money a couple of years ago. So he, <laughs> so yes, so he has to like me because I gave him all my money anyway. So. You, uh, before we get into talk about Oktoberfest and what's going on with both places, Neil, you're doing some uh, some changes here. You were showing me when you walked in, like the walls are a little different. You've got some plans. W- why the uh, the makeover here at Horse Thief? Well, I mean, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary, and I think it's just important to keep on evolving and freshen the place up and make it more interesting and all that. So. I could either rest on my laurels or keep on pushing, so that's what we're going to do. A lot of what you do in the place is very outdoorsy because you're an outdoorsy guy, so we're still going to have the whatever that is with the horns over the bar, right? Right, right, and uh, we're going to get some horse, uh, uh, some acrylic horse head mounts and stuff like that, and just kind of, speaking of branding, just kind of get a, a subtle brand kind of going here as far as the decor is concerned and like what you would imagine Horse Thief Hollow to look like. If you just heard of the name, then we're going to be bringing in some decorative pieces, you know, to kind of give it a better aesthetic. Yeah, you guys are both uh, in the branding, and also you both have built a shelf, essentially, now out in stores. I, you know, a few years ago, when we all met, uh, each of us separately at the time, but when I met you, John, when I met you, Neil, like, you weren't distributing beer. You're both doing that now, and John, you're you're big into branding. You, you're, you're out there, actually, in the truck a lot of times, bringing it to different places. What's that experience been like? Have you learned anything about what people respond to on the can that gets it sold on the store shelves? Yeah, sure. So for for both Horse Thief and Open Outcry, getting your getting your beer in cans and on shelves is the next step in the evolution for the business that we're in. And uh, both Neil and I worked really hard for a long time to build enough brand and brand equity so that once we put our beer in cans, that beer consumers in the Chicagoland area would recognize the brand, the label, the logos, and bring bring our beer into their home and um you know both of us since post-covid um have put a lot of effort into this into uh ramping up a distribution effort and it's been working for both of us because when i drop beer off at places i'm seeing horse thief beer on cans right next to the open outcry cans and um speaking for me it's been the whole point of opening up a brew pub the whole the brew pub concept was to build a brand earn the trust of beer drinkers on the south side in the Chicagoland area, let them know that they're going to get a quality product if they see our beer on the shelf and that the money spent on that beer will be money well spent. And it's going to be the, the, the great beer that they had in the, in the tap room, they can now have it in their home. So we spent uh, the first six years, five years of our business building that brand. And now that the distribution business has started, it's been really rewarding. It's been a lot of work. Um, we're now in 50 locations across the Chicagoland area, north, northern suburbs, western suburbs and down in the southern south suburbs too and i'm in the truck every day of the week yeah and last couple times i said hey you want to get together and do a segment you're like well you want to record me while i'm driving in the truck and i'm like i don't know how that's gonna work yeah and my nicotine (laughs) habit is has exponentially increased because i i deliver beer in the truck and i smoke cigars all day that's all that's all i do now yeah you know he's got his brand he's got his stuff that he puts on his cans and, and, and his artwork do you stress about the artwork when you're trying to figure out what how you're going to present it to get it to pop on the shelves yeah it's really incredible when you go to Benny's how much beer is on the shelf and 
I try to look for what's going to stand out amongst all the color and all the chatter and everything because we still are a very small brewery. And So some guy walks up and he's like, sir, are you going to pick something? You're like, I'm just examining the colors yeah, yeah. and trying to figure out what fits. Yeah, and even like tap handle design and stuff like that. I mean, I put a lot of thought into it and I know John does too. And um, I mean, there's a lot of competition out there and uh, and we got to find a way to you know stand out from the crowd. Tell me about what we're drinking right here at Horse Thief. Horse Thief is, is hosting this. Next time I'll have to come to your place. Tell me about this one because everybody does Oktoberfest. You do something different because you're doing a Dunkel for October. So tell me why. I know this is one of your favorite ones. I think we talked about that before in the past. I like this one an awful lot as well, but tell me a little bit about Wasserwolf. Yeah, so Wasserwolf uh, Jaeger translates to Waterwolf Hunter, which is Northern Pike uh, Hunter, which was my dad's fishing club back in the 70s. So that's where the name comes from. Um, it's the dark German lager. Um, it won an award several years ago. Uh, it's a great, like, cool fall beer. A lot There's a lot of Vienna lagers and Marzins that are popping up right now. Not a ton of Dunkels, um, but, you know, we've just been doing this pretty much since day one right around September, October timeframe. And um, it just, to me, represents the, the cooling off of, the, you know, the changing of the season and the cooling off of the temperatures. Yeah, and what, what are you guys doing now? You you do an Oktoberfest too. I know that you're getting ready for your own Oktoberfest coming up this weekend that you're gonna be having. Tell me what, uh, what the big one is on tap right now that people should try unless there's more than one. And uh, a little bit about the event happening this Saturday. Yeah, sure, thanks. So this Saturday is our second annual Oktoberfest and we have four German-inspired beers on draft. We have the Oktoberfest, we have a German Pils, we have the Hefeweizen, and we have a, uh, a Kolsch. Your Pils is really thank good. Thank you. I, I said yeah. that to you before. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, our head brewer, Eric Padilla, who's been with us for a little over a year now, is just an exceptional brewer. These are his beers. Um, I agree with you that the German Pils is just, it's one of the best German Pils in the Chicagoland area. Uh, but all of them are good. I, I had the Oktoberfest today, multi, sweet. Uh, yeah, so we'll have four beers on draft. Beer steins, music, pretzels, Wiener Stitzel, the whole the whole thing. Any adjustments to last year? I mean, every anytime you do something a second time, you probably learned something about it the first time you did last it. Last year went really well, so it'll be in the parking lot again. We have tents, uh, bands. The menu will be a, 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 a little different this year, but uh, but no, I thought last year went really well. It's awesome. Uh, and we had a good turnout, and we're hoping for a good turnout this year as well. This also, this Saturday is also the... Um, the Beverly Area Art Alliance Art Walk, right? So we have a lot of activity going on in Western Avenue this this weekend. Yeah, it's a busy place to, to, to have a, a brewery or a couple of breweries on because you guys have a lot going on in the community here in Beverly. How, how difficult is it to keep up with all of the different groups in Beverly, all the different events in Beverly, all the different times somebody says we're bringing a bunch of people in here, or can you help us out with this? Because I would imagine the two of you have the same conversations with the same people all the time, and you have to kind of say, I can do this, I can't do that, but it's probably a lot to keep up up with in this neighborhood, right? Yeah, Beverly's an amazing community, and there's a lot of passionate people in the neighborhood that are driving initiatives like the Art Walk that John mentioned, and um, so, you know, Busy is good, and uh, we got to keep it that way. Your Oktoberfest is when? October 13th. We got some time for that one. You've yeah. done that for a while. I remember, in fact, one of the first times that I walked in this place, I accidentally walked into an Oktoberfest. 
Like I was just like, ah, oh, we're gonna go out. I've been a horse thief a couple of times. We're gonna go out tonight. And I walked into the middle of an Oktoberfest with a special Oktoberfest menu and the band was playing. It was nuts in here. And I, it was fun to be at, but I mean, you've done it for a while. So what makes a good Oktoberfest in your opinion? Kind of dates back to when I was a child, my dad would take me to a restaurant called Edelweiss on the way north side and kind of introduce me to this whole fest kind of atmosphere. Um, so the band's pretty pivotal. Uh, we're uh, featuring Paloma, uh, which is a traditional German band. Um, the Ziggy Zaggies and the Oi Oi Oi's and like just the interaction that they bring into the crowd uh, with to the crowd and the Stein raising, um, you know, got great food, great beer. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I remember when we the first year we did this. So this, this will be the 10th year. The first year we did this, nobody knew how to react to the cheers and the Ziggy Zaggy and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And um, it was kind of crickets and except for my table. And then over the years now, you'll show up here at eight o'clock and the whole place is like rowdy and, and toasting and everything. So it's a good time. It took a while to transition everybody from Danny Boy to, uh, to Oktoberfest. Well, that, that's an interesting comparison because I was just about to ask that. I mean, on this street, Western Avenue in Beverly, and I've talked to you guys, I've talked to others that have places along this street. That season in March is such a big season for all the establishments along the street. Southside Irish Parade is such a big deal, but then you don't really have a lot of other things where you can have festivals, and Oktoberfest is something where you can kind of have like a big celebration. It, does it have an impact? Do people like come up and say, I want to make plans to be there? Is it a big night for the place? And, and that's, would you like to expand it a week? I keep wondering, like, I mean, like, maybe get crazy with the thing. Does it, does it have an impact? I mean, we're three quarters sold out and we haven't even announced it yet. It's just a traditional. I got to ask you as soon as we're done to put me on the list. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just this, like, the, the, people had a great time and then they're like, I want to book for the next year. And so it's it's almost not even open to the public at this point just because most of the tables are reserved. So um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun for me personally. Uh, I think it's fun for the community just because it's a little bit different than what they're used to, um, historically speaking. Um, so... Yeah, you know, prost. Excellent. What, what, what do you think, John? You're a you big, uh, big fan of the actual season. I mean, you're doing four German beers, so you must see some benefit to, you know, this is an event-type thing. Get get out there and, and, and try some different German beers. Yeah, Neil said it. The music, the, the drink, the, the uh, people kind of letting loose and enjoying the, the scenery and the, and the energy in the places. It's, it's um, you know, it's why guys like Neil and I get into the service industry to bars to restaurants because when you have a room full of people everyone's enjoying themselves the music's good and the energy's high that's you know you're providing that value to your customers that's why you get in this business is there a beer in the other guy's place is there something in the other guy's place even if it's in a beer if it's a food item or something like that that when you go and you visit each other or something you're like well I'm, that's what i'm picking up in there is there something you associate with the other place you know you're you got open outcry what do you associate with horse thief? Right what do you away. associate uh, yeah I'll you know right you, away i'll give you oh, man, time Neil to better come up it. with something now i'll give you time but, um, <laughs> so uh for me it's the uh sweet potato fries and the beer de garde. I don't remember the name of the beer de garde, but that's my favorite beer that you guys make. I don't know what the name of that one is. It's like another, like we do it like once a year, you know? Yeah, no, I know which yeah. one you, I when know what beer, you're talking when about. When the beer de garde is on, I come, up, I come up for that, for that beer specifically. Yeah. That's awesome. And my uh, kids, and let me add one more thing. My kids, my kids love the sweet potato fries here too. You know, speaking of kids, before you say anything, both these places are good for kids. 
Both yes, of them are. are. Okay, your your staff many a time has walked out to my table and talked to the youngest one. They've been brought back, you know, near to, to the kitchen to see something, or they, they've had something brought out to them that was never asked for. You're great with the kids. Your staff is really friendly, and 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 trust me, if they've seen a kid, they remember that kid a month later when you go walking in there, and and you you think about it, these are community places. They're breweries. The 21 and over crowd is there for the beer, but you guys really don't forget the families, which I think is really cool. What do you got here, Neil? What do you you like about this spot? So you guys did a beer last year that was a uh, hoppy amber. uh, It wasn't like it was almost like a red IPA. It blew me away. And I remember Goose Island had like a harvest ale that was one of my favorite beers. And then they discontinued that. And it really reminded me of... uh, that is I remember this one. I remember this one. I actually, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember it. It would have been maybe Padilla's first-ish beer that yeah. he uh, yeah. brewed. Yeah, he's done a few, he's done a few um, Harvest Ale, Brown Ale type beers. I'm not sure which one exactly you're talking about, but all mo- probably multi-sweet, melanoidin, not overly sweet, but yeah, yeah. It just hit, you know, it hit for me. And it's actually funny. As we're talking about this, like, I think we both brew so many beers that it's hard to, you know. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you've always told me the ones that you you love. Like, I remember the ones you love. I know you like the, the Wasserwolf Lager. Like, that's one of your favorite ones. You like that one with the sweet potato, too, and the beer. Like, those, those, this is your season, if I remember right, from previous interviews, where you start to make seasonal beers that you really, really like drinking. But I do think it's interesting that, like, you know, you guys can walk into another person's place and just appreciate, like, oh, this is cool. You're both running a business. It's a difficult time. I mean, I think anybody that doesn't understand what these guys are all going through coming out of the times that we won't talk about and just trying to make sure their businesses are running well. And it's not a competition. It's more of an appreciation of what each other's well, able I'm to do. I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't, I'm not sure that the South Side understands that Western Avenue, the two breweries on Western Avenue down here have two of the most accomplished brewers in the Chicagoland area. So Jake, who's Horse Thieves Head Brewer, and I'll let Neil give more detail on that. Won a gold medal. He just recently won a gold medal. Yeah. Right? And then Eric Padilla, his pedigree and where he's come from and what he's done in places like Moore Brewing Company speaks for itself. So to the extent that the Southside doesn't realize how much brewing talent is here on Western Avenue, uh, they should know because we do of the 180 breweries in the Chicagoland area, Plus or minus? Does that sound right to you? The numbers changed a little bit recently. I mean, we have two. We have two of the most, some of the most talented brewers in the Chicagoland area within a mile of each other. And you can get out and try their stuff. Uh, once again, we've got uh, Oktoberfest at Open Outcry coming up this Saturday. That's right. This Saturday, September 23rd, all day. Right. And then October the 13th, we've got some. So there's a little bit of time you can prepare. It's a secret. The secret's out. You better tell Horse Thief like the moment you hear this or see it that you want in because space is going to be gone. The way Neil does it is basically like there's a seat for everybody and I'm not counting anybody leaving. So once the seats are filled, that's it for Oktoberfest, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. 120 people, that's it. <laughs> this is one of those holidays where I see him having fun throughout the entire thing. He's like, this is my night, right? Yeah, and I walk around with apple schnapps and four shots for everybody. <laughs> so it's a good time as long as I got a driver. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. 
But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. It's now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board. What's going on this weekend? You heard about it in that last interview. The 10th annual Beverly Art Walk kicks off on Saturday the 23rd from noon until 5 p.m. in the Beverly Morgan Park neighborhood. 150 artists, live music, public art. It is a free event. Plan the entire thing at beverlyarts.org. On Saturday the 23rd, you can also join us. Southside Pod, Socks in the Basement, will have a tent at Oktoberfest at The Forge in Lamont. 15 bucks gets you in with a souvenir stein while supplies last, courtesy of Pollyanna Brewing. All the food, all the music, all the fun. I believe this to be the biggest Oktoberfest in the area. Your Southside Pie Bulletin Board is brought to you by Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. I was just in there recently, 21 and over place with some really good food. Check out everything they have to offer at SpokenVineWines.com. If you're looking for some live music in a brewery, Hailstorm Brewing Company on Friday night, 6 p.m., has Kevin Rowan performing. All ages are welcome. On Saturday, Lano Fest. In Elsip, noon until 5, over by the Spray Fari Aquatic Park. Live bands, food trucks, craft fair, lumberjack show, hayride, petting zoo, bingo, you name it, they got it. A beer tent, family entertainment, so much more. Also on Saturday in Blue Island, Phil and Gotti is having his record release. Also on Saturday in Blue Island, Phil and Gotti is having his record release party at Blue Island Beer Company. Kicks off at 7 p.m. On Sunday, the Lyric Theater in Blue Island is putting on Stand By Me, the 1986 version. Doors open up at 6 p.m. And also on Sunday at Queen of Martyrs on the border of Evergreen Park in Mount Greenwood, the Ron Burgundies will close out Martyrs Fest, which is happening all weekend long. They'll be performing at 6 p.m. Final segment brought to you by SidSauce.net, the only place I get my hot sauce from. They grow the peppers here on the south side. They bottle them. They develop the greatest hot sauces. Most of you can also have it delivered to your door for free. See more at SidSauce.net. We were talking about concerts and ticket prices, how ridiculous it is, how I keep telling my kid how ridiculous it is. It's just music. It's just, just funny. Music. Our parents were saying that same thing when they were paying, you know, yeah, but $3 to thing. see Led Zeppelin. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My mom spent three fifty to see the Beatles at Comiskey. If I, was, if I was their generation, there might be one band that I was like, I will save my money to go see. What's, what's right. that band? I don't know. I know for my son, I think it would be Foo Fighters. My daughter, I think, would like to see uh, Fall Out Boy. But even though I said that I would, I would get them tickets, and or like, or I even said they both have jobs, they're not interested in spending. What's your the money. all-time ban? My all-time live thousand dollars tickets go on sale. Well, and you can you can I can tell you row. who the greatest concert was. I no, ever I'm saw. saying right now 
Somebody dead or alive? Dead or alive. I want to see the Beatles. Tickets. I want to see the, the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah, I want to see the Beatles. I want to see the Beatles when they had all that stuff in their musical repertoire and they could play all the hits. Like, I want to see them towards the end of their career. That's what I want to see. I'm choosing Zeppelin. Yeah? Yeah. The now, Beatles, Beatles were a little overrated. I've seen a lot of really great bands because of the radio thing. I mean, I've seen Aerosmith and I've seen Metallica. Sure. And I've seen, I mean, there's some great, like Metallica's a great live show. Metallica's, like, I mean, honest to goodness, like, I, Metallica, I would never say is my favorite band, but they're a show. I saw a video. From the moment they warm up and the music comes on and it's the spaghetti Western stuff until the last song when the stage is exploding. I saw a behind-the-scenes video of, of James Hetfield, like, ready to go on stage at, the, uh, at a recent Metallica show, and I was just laughing because it's 2023, and he went up to the stage and he had like a cup of tea. And he's yeah, sipping the tea. Voice. You know, he's sipping the tea and he's getting ready. And right. he's his head. Tea. Like, I imagine like 40 years ago, it was just down in bottles of Jack, right? To go on the stage. He was and that, literally. And that was just chamomile right. tea. 40 you know? years ago, he was banging a groupie <laughs> and somebody was trying to pull him out of you the gotta closet. Go, James, right. you're up. Like, I remember the year. I, there was, <laughs> in 2003, uh, I, I'm sitting backstage in Bakersfield, California with the band Corn and Disturbed. And one of the members of Corn is in a closet with a groupie when they're about to go on stage, and his own wife is walking with both of their children around the backstage <laughs> looking for him. Yeah. And he pokes his head out of the closet that I'm standing nearby having a beer. And he goes, Is she gone yet? Nice. With a half naked girl in the thing with him. And then he runs out, pulling his pants up as he grabs his guitar <laughs> and goes on stage. And he's putting it up Exactly. And nobody's the wiser. No. Like, that's what happens backstage. Yes. So I think it's funny James Hetfield is sipping tea before yeah. he goes out there now. Oh, you protect like the voice. 60 right? years old. He's an aristocrat now. That's what he is. <laughs> Who do you see dead or alive? Oh, you said Zeppelin. Zeppelin. It's got to be Zeppelin, Zeppelin for me. See. What about you, Mike? Those are, uh, the Beatles and Zeppelin Beatles would be my Zeppelin. first two, yeah. for sure. I mean, what? it costs a thousand bucks to see the Rolling Stones now. Best show so. you've ever seen. Best con the concert you enjoyed the most. It doesn't need to be the best band. Doesn't need to be your favorite band. But you went to the concert and you were like, "That was the best show I ever saw." And and if you're not sure, just like the best one that comes to mind right now. It was one, and this is very biased because it's one of my favorite bands. But it was one of the last Beastie Boys shows ever. They did a special show at the Riviera called the Gala Event, where it was very limited tickets, and I used my connections at radio stations to get tickets to this thing. Yeah, boy. Um, and as you do, everyone, you should, everyone yeah. had to be dressed to the I nines. I once got laid for concert tickets. I mean, you do what you do. Everyone had to be dressed to the nines, wearing suits and like tuxedos to go to this thing. Uh, and there was like, it was like the day before their big like stadium tour kind of thing. And it was at the Riviera and it was just incredible. It was amazing. It was a very yeah, good show. Like the Paul McCartney at you saw Paul uh, McCartney Wrigley Field play at Wrigley with, Field with my family, with my mother sitting next to me singing Paul, play every with word your alone. family. What do they play? What does yeah. your mom play? The tambourine or something? She, she, she's, she's, That's incredible. What does your wife play? Washboard. She she washboard. washboard. Wow. This guy sucks. God, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the south side. It's the south side. It's the south side Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the south side. Y'all come back now, you hear?